Buenos dias, Mission Street. Readings from the Rorschach Venezuela update, 13th of May. Quick summary of the stuff you need to know about what's happening in Venezuela. Ait Mubarak, let's get going. Does the name Steven Seagal ring a bell? Maybe you remember him from the 90s action movies, but this time we're talking about Seagal, special representative of the Russian Foreign Ministry for Cultural Relations with the United States. Yes, Seagal recently surprised everyone when he appeared on TV with Nicolas Maduro in Venezuela on the 4th of May to give him a samurai sword as a present. Maduro tends to give Simon Bolivar's sword replicas to special guests and colleagues, but this time it was the other way around. Seagal's visit didn't have any official purpose or agenda that was communicated to the media. However, it was televised and photos and videos of the former actor's visit to the indigenous peoples of Canaima, tourist area near the Arco Minero, Orinoco Mining Arc, where various international corporations currently extract gold, copper, diamonds, and other minerals, were shown later. Not clear how well it is known that Steven Seagal has a bit of a joke where he's actually from in the United States. Rafael Correa, former president of Ecuador, published videos of him touring Caracas while the Ecuadorian National Court of Justice asked Interpol to locate him. Former president must serve an eight-year prison sentence for a bribery case he's involved in with other politicians. Correa denies the accusation and affirms that it is nothing more than part of the political persecution that different presidents who are part of the project of socialism of the 21st century are under, led by the late Hugo Chavez. Days later, Correa's sister also posted videos of her and her mother in Caracas, confirming that they were there so that her mother could hug her brother. Also in political news, last Wednesday, the 5th of May, five new rectors of the National Electoral Council were appointed. Until now, during the Maduro government, the five rectors were affiliated with the Socialist Party. However, this time, two of them, Roberto Picon and Enrique Martinez, belong to the spectrum of to the socialist regime. The institutional design of the National Electoral Council in Venezuela doesn't work by a simple majority. That is, where decisions could be made when there are only three votes in favor. But there are stages of the electoral process in which each rector can make decisions unilaterally. This news has been received positively by both Venezuelans and the international community as it opens up the possibility of a change of government through electoral channels. Speaking about migrations, on Monday the 10th of May, images of Venezuelan migrants arriving on the banks of the Rio Grande went viral on Twitter. In total, about 50 Venezuelans, including older people and women with babies in their arms, arrived in the United States seeking asylum after walking through Mexico. Some of the Venezuelans affirmed that they had crossed the border from Venezuela to Colombia by land. From there, they took a plane to Mexico and then walked through the desert and across the river. According to the Texas authorities, more and more Venezuelans are arriving through this border. In the same vein, but with a shine of hope, there's good news for Venezuelans in Colombia. Starting on the 5th of May, all Venezuelans who are without a residence visa in Colombia are able to start the first phase of the implementation of the temporary status of protection. This measure was created by the Colombian government to help all migrants who are in vulnerable situations process will be free and will be carried out exclusively through a web page and will run until the 28th of May 2022.
Continuing on with the relationship between Colombia and Venezuela, NGO Fundaredes reported last Sunday, the 9th of May, that FARC has held eight Venezuelan soldiers hostage since the 23rd of April of this year. So we've already reported in previous broadcasts the situation in Apure State is violent due to the combat between FARC and Venezuelan army. However, the information is almost hermetically sealed since journalists have had very little access to the conflict zone. FARC called the hostages prisoners of war, published through Twitter a list of the names, surnames, and positions of the eight Venezuelans held. Venezuelan Academy of Medicine announced this Saturday, the 8th of May, that on Sunday, the 2nd of May, it sent a formal request to James Story, head of the diplomacy of the United States designated for Venezuela, for the country to be considered for the donations of vaccines that the United States could make for more disadvantaged countries since, so far, fewer than 10% of Venezuelan population has been vaccinated. James Story responded within days, saying that he values the integrity and independence of the National Academy of Medicine, adding that he looks forward to working with all like-minded parties and seeking a solution to this crisis, reiterating his political neutrality to facilitate the vaccination processes for Venezuela. So far, it's not clear how the general vaccination process of the citizens will be, since the data provided by different figures of the Maduro government are contradictory. Now, let's talk about the economy. Currently, Imports are exempt from taxes, so national production has been greatly affected by taxes and other requirements such as sanitary registration, which is not required for foreign products. According to Tomas Sotias Lopez, an economic and political analyst, national production has increased considerably. However, the price of finished products is very high after complying with all the requirements of the law and therefore cannot compete with imported products. Currently, this happens both in the food sector and in the pharmaceutical and textile sector. On the 1st of May, the government published in the National Gazette the exemption from taxes and customs throughout the month of May for all types of products, which makes it much more feasible and attractive for many Venezuelans to import products and consumables from other countries rather than buying them from national producers. This has resulted in Venezuelan merchants transferring their sales to the digital space exclusively because this way they avoid all the fees that are involved in selling in a physical store and can offer more competitive prices for customers. As a result of this, the president of the Permanent Commission on Economy, Finance, and Development, Jesus Faria, announced on the 8th of May that the new Economic Commerce Bill will be presented to the National Assembly for its first discussion, which seeks to regulate all commercial activities that are generated online, both through web portals and through the marketplace of social networks such as Instagram or Facebook. Despite the difficulties faced by national products, Henry Marco Pinto, president of the Venezuelan Chamber of Entrepreneurs and Exporters, announced that exports of agricultural products increased significantly during 2020. National products such as mangoes, beans, and even seafood were exported during 2020 to Central America and Dubai. Some bright news to end this week's summary. Venezuelan driver Jesus Alberto Carrero was chosen as a member of NASA. On Friday, the 7th of May, it was announced that Carrero will join the team of the Neutral Flotation Laboratory of the North American Space Agency, which will begin next June. Carrero had a professional career in El Palito oil refinery and left Venezuela in 2016 in search of a better future. He arrived in New York, where he lived at a shelter and began to work as a dishwasher in restaurants and work in construction. When he was able to regularize his immigration status three years ago, he was able to enter 
this NASA program where he had to compete with more than 50 military and ex-military drivers to achieve this position in the Neutral Flotation Laboratory. Congratulations, Jesus Alberto. That's it for this week. If you like the show, share it and subscribe for more. We'd appreciate a review. So tell us your thoughts and ideas, how you found out about us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Hasta pronto. Hasta pronto.